stories are what makes us human in my opinion stories is the most quintessential human thing in the world stories is what gets me up every morning and stories is what gives meaning to things we do i came to stories a while back as for the first time mm. maybe in form of movies or it was in maybe in form of uh reading novels but i really got into stories as a serious topic and i watched Christopher Nolan movie Inception it made me rethink a lot of stuff about stories like why do we care so much about stories and what is the connection being human when we listen to many stories and it had a deep impact on my life and after that i went on to experience storytelling in different kinds of mediums these mediums varied from uh, watching a movie to watching a to reading a novel to reading comics playing video games and anything and everything that you can think of in between podcast for example and to all that each medium fascinated me and it made me realize one thing a storytelling is not about fidelity or high definition it's not about being a crystal clear because if it's like that then how do you do books you need your imagination like that. the stories can be pretty abstract with uh with a descriptive imagination you know like imagination can be m- many things i don't mean by imagination i don't mean by a writer can write thousand words to describe a small flower you don't need to you can just write a flower and and that's fine for a story i look into some some small flower that's also fine So storytelling is not about fidelity. Storytelling in my opinion is about something which is more human. And what I haven't quite frankly found the answer yet. And this is part of that exercise to understand why do we love stories so much and in turn understand what makes us human. And I take the story term in the widest possible sense. you may not call the story uh but understanding stories enjoying stories creating stories for me is about being human and the stories can be in typical form with a start till an end as we experience it but at the same time stories can also be in the form of meta narrative say if you play a football game it has a narrative if you play a cricket game it has a narrative each game has a narrative well it's not maybe obvious ah, it's not maybe so what do you call so forward looking it's maybe implicit it's meta it's hidden but it's there so my quest to storytelling led me to follow different peoples and 
superior art that they have produced and after that and finally i'm here trying to contribute to it contribute to storytelling my two cents so i understand the storytelling again it's not about fidelity children we can be in abstract form it's fine storytelling it's not about being realistic you can go absurd as well but it has to have something human about it so you can stick it together all right and you can abstract multiple things and in each medium you abstract something right if you are creating a movie you abstract time because you have two hours but you're gonna you've done so much stuff about it other reality is there but not the time which is why inception was pretty significant because it was pretty obvious in inception all the movies does it it's just that inception is more aware about it what it's doing so the three people that i mentioned first being is for nolan the second pe- person was ken levine uh, he's the director of uh, bioshock and bioshock infinite games and uh, these games are awesome by the way i think that the most interesting piece of stories and up your like a exciting thought provoking bioshock infinite in particular in last decade or so and then consequently means in my lifetime it's the most interesting most exciting story ever written in the last 10 years or in my throughout my entire life while i was exploring storytelling and he took a different turn and his background is again in uh, video games and so he was exploring the idea that how can we create a systemic games games that can be whose story can be generated uh, in a very systematic manner it's not about adding emotional algorithm which going to create some mumbo jumbo no it's about creating very deterministic system very defined rules which are simple rules and how do you evolve a story through it and it was a character driven so you are a character in a story and it defines by role relationship with different people and how do you evolve that relationship it's kind of like a skyrim kind of idea but taken one step further and uh, yeah it was pretty exciting at and he's working on it for four or five years now and i'm waiting with every e3 to see if we he has something in store and is still working on it so my fingers are still crossed about it but i wanted to the idea caught my eye and i wanted to do something similar not exactly that something similar and then the norman sky came and my third person and he's a sean murray creative director of uh, uh, hello games and they make the game no man's sky uh no man's sky is a procedurally generated universe they have generated an entire universe based on algorithms right it's based on rules these are the simple rules that they have defined and it's procedural so there is a procedure to it it's not randomly generated it's procedure it's generated through rules and this rules can be written in 100 mb in a game file and they can generate a universe which is size of our universe right it can have that much fidelity it's built on top of that and what makes no man's sky so special here is not so much that uh, it has a big universe it's so much that it's a shared universe 
a universe that is consistent, a universe that is not trying to mimic our universe, one to one. It's taking inspiration, like both have planets, both they follow each other, there is sun, there are stars, there is black holes. So certain there is, there are mountains, right? That stuff like that is inspired, but it's not trying to create the earth. It's not trying to define the general theory, general relative, uh, general theory of relativity, and sense theory, and that universe and then generating it. This has its own rules, and they're simple rules. And Bishnu they've created this beautiful game, and. So, so, so the idea here is pretty simple. But can we do this thing to narrative somehow? Can we do this thing to human society somehow? He has modeled the universe. He has modeled the space, space, and the visuals of it, right? Can we model human society to it? Not necessary. Human, maybe human as well. But can we? A single human is not interesting to me. A human society, human culture is more interesting to me. And that brings me to this topic of story project. Um, it's kind of a combination of ideas inspired by Norman Sky and ideas inspired by Ken Levine, which are doing it in two different ways. One guy is doing a character-driven narrative. No one is doing this universe generation. It's not about a single guy. It's about entire universe. It's about finding your place in this vast universe where you can go anywhere. And then picture the second thing that to do that we don't need some complex math, or complex neural network, or machine learning. It can be done using simple rules. Simple mathematics rules, and you would say that why it hasn't been done before. The thing is, the best example I can give is the No Man's Sky itself. No Man's Sky is not possible six or seven years ago. What made No Man's Sky possible is because you can render images and rendered graphics in real time. No Man's Sky is not destroying the universe anywhere. It's generating universe as you go. These rules are simple, but there are just so many of them. And to just to be believable, just to be beautiful, for each time it needs to generate uh, that many uh, equations and figure out what it would look like and how it uh, how would it project back to the screen, how would you see the world around you. And as much as it's a huge engineering task, it's not so much of a a mathematical concept task. Mathematical concept is pretty simple. I think the best way Sean Murray puts it himself that why they were able to learn it is because they were dumb enough to start it. It's crazy ambitious task, but smart enough to pull it off. But yeah, if you start think about it, the math is not complex. It's the implementation and then putting all the things together that's a difficult part. And it's difficult uh, whatever you do. It's difficult putting together any game or any art thing if you are doing it to from start to finish. So after thinking about that, I think we can create a human societal simulation. 
a simulation of a society, a simulation of a history of a fictional world. And to do that, what we can do is we can take our understanding of humans of thousands of years and create a fictional human society. It does not have to be one-to-one -one match. We just take the concepts that we have defined. And how does the economic work in a grand scale of things? How does uh, power work? How does socialism work? How does capitalism work? Right? How does societies get from? And these ideas are pretty universal. They are not by luck. You don't get free of society everywhere in the planet. You don't get monarchy everywhere in the planet. Right? There were no internets back then. Ideas here does not necessarily spread to a different part of the world easily. And they emerge naturally through all those places in time. With a small difference, like some it will came earlier, some it came later, based on their however geographical or explicit regions. But there are certain truths, and maybe they are, we are right, maybe we are wrong about them. But that's not the point here. We can take this understanding of human society and we can create a simulation, which is again abstract simulation. And to be real, to create a good story, it's abstract simulation. And for this abstract simulation, and for this abstract simulation, all we need to do here is to just interpret the data and handle the data in a meaningful way. And why data? Because our computers are this huge dumb machines and which can do one thing is handle data in large amount but can only handle stupid data they are not sentient beings they are not smart so we need humans to interpret that data while computer it might not be a good story it might not mean anything to it but if we attach a human to it to make sense of it um, we can get a good story out of it can get a good story by story particularly in this case a good history out of it of that fictional universe and do we do that by creating this dance between this micro and macro level understanding of society so we can simulate a thousand human beings and each human being is just a group of variables a group of informations stored for each human being we just say what is his age a number what is his wealth a number what is his political ideology related to religion? A number. 10 being is the 100% a religious guy. Devotee. A priest maybe. Anyone. A true priest. Or a zero. Complete atheist. Doesn't give a damn. Or oh, is it a right to represent human emotions with a number? Now, maybe not. In real world. But in my fictional world, we define our own rules. It's an abstraction of reality. It's not recreation of reality. Which what it allows us to do is define this million peoples. You can easily store the data. It's not that big of, of a data. We have a crazy amount of storage now. And then we create interactions between them. We create the, we see that their ideology and we like the guy who is most suitable to represent them. We create a state there. A policy of the state, how does the state decide its policy? Maybe the leader influences the policy. 
Maybe the natural calamity influences the policy. Maybe something else represents. Maybe the people's feel represents. And then once the policy is there, we can impact people's life through it if states decide they are going towards more technological advances. Pro engineers. You might add a wealth variable of all the engineers in the five plus two. You may decrease the farmers by some certain amount. And just an example, you can do n number of things. Right? You can define n number of interactions between people and policy. Like how does one policy affect certain human beings? How does it affect their life? By life, I mean how does it affect their numbers? And with the affected numbers, farmers may be distressed. Maybe they want to create a revolution. Do they have enough support? Let's check. Let's match the ideology of different people. Does the does the doctors join the farmers protest? Maybe not. Maybe they are happy with having a high-paying job. They do not. Maybe it's ideological. Teachers join it. They are high-paying, maybe or decent-paying, but ideologically, maybe they are too. To understanding of them, so we can define this complex web of interactions between them, complex set of rules. And based on these rules, we can evolve this society at micro level for each individual human being. What is happening to it? Is he happy or not? What are his different stats? What are his emotion? What are his political ambition? What are his personal ambition? And when we take collective that data, we can derive how does it affect the state. The state gets updated. Maybe if there's a lot of distress and there's a mismatch between leader and then it gets a new leader. New leader changes the political ideology. Changes the state, then state tries to change something, and it changes to each individual human being using state policy. So it's like a back and forth between individual and collective. And I think it's a central ideology behind human society. It's this battle many of us faces in day-to-day basis about what what is individual freedom and what is collective responsibility. And it's part of human society. It's part of human culture. It's part of being human. So let's create this human-like fictional character, and it's human-like society, not human society, human-like society, to create this beautiful story or history of this fictional universe, which will have many twists and turns. It's not some complex math behind it. It's just the rules which are applied at scale. To generate unpredictable results in a surprising fashion, which they are seeing. Like if someone runs the same rules, if someone else runs it, he should get the exact same output. Yeah, it's the same story. It should be consistent with the rules. And and why do we want to do this? And the question that you may ask. And it does not have so much of a application, not that I can think of. I'm a strategy editor and they do that, but let me not do that. So the point here is not to traditionalize the human, human society. It's just the exercise here is about personal goal of understanding what makes us human. Because every time we try to replicate human being through a piece of code, that exercise leads us to a better understanding of what we are, right? A similar example is that uh, I was in my home country for 20 years and I came to another country for higher education. It made me realize a lot of stuff about my home country which I overlooked or 
taken from granted but when i came out of it then it became more clear to me about my home country and i could not be more proud of that and so i think the same knowledge applies to being human as well to understand what makes us human i had to not have to again create attempt to create this abstract human being which is just a set of numbers but that's fine it's not about individual human it's about what its place of the individual human in a larger context and how does those individual abstract human as a whole contributes to a larger society and how it contributes back to that individual human and i think that's uh, pretty much the case because if you look at you know our lives as as an individual there's so little we can do at the same time we still try to do it nonetheless with our passions and try to contribute to a greater cause and then only live and that's the only way we achieve so much so that's why i say uh, this exercise for me is a great way to explore the human beings Uh, so what are the plans? So I have a certain thing which I have already coded and I'm still coding a little bit about me. So I study robotics and so I have done machine learning and neural network. It's not that I don't know them. It's just that they are not that much interesting as of now for this particular thing. Maybe they are, they would be in future, but not now. I want something interpretable. I want something which I can control. I don't want to... leave it everything to data it's understand by data right otherwise it's it can be a interesting approach if you can collect human society data real actual data and then you create a more actual human society but it's not the point here what here is to create abstraction of human beings and simulate and this fictional thing it's about creating a story for this particular project and So I have something up and running, but it's pretty bare bones and I'm trying to contribute to it. I'm trying to add more fidelity to it to the point where it's the simulation makes more sense. The simulation actually creates a good story. Currently it does, currently it creates an image uh, with the different empires in it and there's a leader there and what are its stats. Um, it's not evolving very much. uh because it's it's only one way it's done so you have a bunch of humans and how does this human elect a leader and how does they create different uh, epicenters of power is what has been implemented now i need to do that uh once i have that empire how does this affect individual human beings uh i think it can be doable and it's sometimes interesting sometimes it's frustrating sometimes it's just uh it's hard to I have to do it efficiently and I was just boring to do it. But slowly I am trying to do this and I want to use this podcast just to speak my mind. I don't aim here to say that people should listen to this. And that's not the that's not the thinking here. Thinking here is pretty straightforward and it has just has to do uh with as I said speaking my mind and just talking about stuff that i love and need not breed it to story and project it will breed it to stories stories that are worth telling to each other maybe not scientific stories maybe not a project story maybe just a cool story 
a cool fact that we found that Vikings crossed the uh, Shirok and reached America, uh, Canada to be precise, uh, many years before Columbus did. Yeah, that's a cool thing, maybe you know, to know it. Or oh, the Bluetooth is named after a king named Bluetooth of Viking heritage. Stuff like that. Anyway, so I think I will end this uh, thing here. Maybe I will add it a bit to remove certain parts. Uh, but yeah, it's... I, I don't want it to be too structured here because it's more about speaking my mind. And it's kind of painful because I like stories and I like to refine a story a bit. Uh, but this is a bit messy, but that's fine, I guess. Only thing that I would say is that these three people, Christopher Nolan, Ken Levine, and Sean Murray, all of them sort of feels like there's a lot of similarities in the way they talk and they are pretty close to me in a sense that they have influenced me so much and I'm just thankful uh, for that that I get to know them that I get to know their ideology inspire them and I think everyone should find those guys in their life it gives meaning to our life even more. Alright. Thank you.